Welcome back to another episode of Liquor and Leagues. Don't worry, I'm not going to waste your time with an explanation of today's show. So grab yourself a drink, sit back, relax, and join us for another episode of Liquor and Leagues. Because no, I can no, always put an intro. That wasn't my point. Just <laughs> <laughs> physics. Look here, look here, uh, Brett he's, Michaels. He's wearing the, uh, we're just exploring my inner demons here. You wouldn't have been quite as polite when you left the internet. No. I mean, if need be, we can start a GoFundMe page for you. This is but where we lack comparative knowledge, Mac. Damn, dude, three hours later. Others actually want to watch some people play. See reference dude. Rick and Morty. I will do my editing, don't you worry. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> Thank you, gentlemen, for joining me. How are we doing? Yeah, good. Thanks for having us. Uh, it's you know, I'm, I feel like I feel like I'm on top of the world after week one. Yeah, it's because <laughs> you are on top should. of the world after week one, asshole. As you should. It was one of those like I felt good and bad about the game as I saw the score. I was like, well, I feel bad for Haas. But I feel good for my picks. That's right. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. I, I, I obviously didn't get to see it, and, and it came on at a time where I, I, even if I could see it, I wasn't going to watch it. But I rolled. I rolled o- over this morning, and I was like, "Man, I really want to know, but do I really want to look?" And you know, and it's weird because you know you project these things, and as, as I, and as a South Carolina fan for a huge majority of my life, you just you, you come to this realization of. You know, not a lot of good things happen in South Carolina football. Um, and so I was, I, was, I was relegated to the fact that they probably didn't win. Now, when I went back and, and kind of reviewed what occurred, it seems like it wasn't that bad. And But for one or two plays, it easily could have gone the other way, which on last week's podcast about this week, that's what we talked about. It, it, was, a, it was a coin flip. And unfortunately for your team, it came down to one play with a minute and 29 seconds left in the game. Yeah. Now you can make any claim you want sans that particular play. If he, if he doesn't bounce off of Cam Smith and it doesn't get turned over and you guys recover, you have no timeouts in a minute 29. Can your quarterback get it done? Can he drive the field and score? Who knows? But unfortunately, they didn't. My understanding is they were really getting into a good sink. <clears throat> they, had, they had really rallied back uh, from, from being down and, and had kind of really, they were kind of getting in sync. So I don't know. Um, I mean, that opening drive. Was, I, yeah, was I thought beautiful. holy shit. Yeah, I mean that was classic Bobo with some of those like those real fast slants, and they moved down the field so fast. I was like, well, I got this pick wrong. But and unfortunately, it, the inconsistency showed up. Yeah, picks aside, you guys should both be pretty pleased with your programs too. I mean, I know Georgia was slow out the gates, but they seemed to uh, course correct. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm not sure they've completely course corrected at least from the quarterback <laughs> position. Well, yeah. that was. You know, the quick recap is Dwan Mathis had the emergency surgery last year, had a cyst on his brain, redshirt sophomore, and then he just looked like he was a little overwhelmed by the game, like it was coming at him a little too fast. And I think psychologically there is a benefit to when you're not the starter, but you really want to be. Like you kind of calm in a different way because when ben, Stetson Bennett came in, he looked – he kind of almost had that burrow. Like the, like the game seemed a little slower for him. He was – he was throwing some really good balls in. Right. And yeah. then J- JT Daniels is the USC quarterback transfer, and he's still not medically cleared, so he couldn't play yesterday. Well, that was one of the things I made in my notes last night. As I, I was like, yesterday, of course, this would be Friday. Yesterday, people were saying Bennett who? Today, they're asking Daniels who? Mathis who? Because that kid just came in and commanded the field. He was 20 for 29, completions and attempts, 211 yards, two touchdowns and zero interceptions. 
Yeah. And, and yeah, a couple point, of good scrambles at key yes. moments. I think he had like 20 yards rushing. The, so the question is moving forward. Do you, do you ride that horse or do you, <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, I think Mathis's stock definitely took a hit. I suspect just by the fact that JT Daniels has got like 30 some odd starts, you, you naturally will want him to be the guy that can step up. And then now you feel really good about having a set of Bennett as your backup. I was thoroughly surprised by his performance and I was impressed. And, and again, I was the same way. I'm like, who the, who the fuck is this guy? Because it's not somebody you've mentioned to me previously. I knew the other two. Yeah. And so I'm like, when I turn on the TV and I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. And then I'm just granted. watching. Yeah. And, um, and, and then Kyle Trask. I mean, he, he was what everybody thought he would yeah. be. I mean, he showed up and, they are who we thought they were. That's right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it, it, and it, like we, what you, we joked in text, he's like, hell yeah, look at my, what, what is this kid doing over to Mississippi State? Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, again, it's the first game of the day in terms of SEC play, you know, Sands, Kentucky, and Auburn. But he was 30 for 42, 416 yards, six TDs, and zero interceptions. Made no mistakes with the ball. And like you said, like being a Joe Burrow, the game just seemed to slow down for him. He never seemed to be rushing his looks. He was always, you know, scanning the field, things of that nature. So, yes, for my SEC picks that we made last week, I feel a lot more confident. But, again, like Arkansas, it's Ole Miss. Who, we talk about the elephant in the room, LSU crap in the bed. Oh, that's the big one, which I think I mean, everybody in, in this call well, is surprised. Yeah. Uh, but it's it, it's fitting. It's fitting that they had uh, Costello put up 600 yards, more yards than any other quarterback in the SEC has ever done in history in a single game. You got to look at what everybody else got to see across the line when Joe Burrow was your quarterback. Now somebody's done it to you. So it is kind of fitting. Yeah, I, I kind of enjoyed it's, it. It's, it, it, it's <laughs> I was like, poetry. I, I kind of yes. enjoyed it. Now, Mike Leach has always had, what do they call it, the air raid offense? And I know, Grinch, you, you text me yesterday. I'm like, they're not even bothering to run the ball. Even in the fourth no, quarter, when they no. should manage the clock, I, they're still throwing. I think they had nine rushing yards. And I, I think that's like, what it was, nine total. And I, I just yeah. kept waiting for them to be like, okay, clock management, you're up, slow the game down, run a few. And they wouldn't. They would just keep throwing, and it's like, shit. But, but, but here's the thing. If, if you have that much talent and, you, and you're able to create open wide receivers and get the ball spread around – does it matter? No, I'll throw it until you stop me. And if you can't right. stop me, I'll keep throwing. And I'll throw the same play until you stop me. <laughs> and yeah. I think that's what they were doing. I mean, it wasn't air raid, but, uh, you know, the, the, the fun and gun that Spurrier did, you know, right. his philosophy was the throw opens up the run. Right. It isn't you run the ball to make the throws open up. So, yeah, I think Mike Leach, his philosophy is the throw opens up more throws. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Like, I'm going to throw until I can throw again, and then I'll throw some more. Right. Uh, (laughs) But again, I guess it's harder to make the argument, well, look who he was up against. He was up against LSU, a team you think could shut that down. Well, I mean, we know they lost lost a lot of talent, right? What, 15? Uh, 15 players or 11 or 15? They lost a lot of talent. Yeah. But it will be telling because when you're playing only SEC matches and – SC ain't no punk bitch. He's going to – I suspect they're going to come across some some defensive lines and some linebackers. They're going to get to them fa- – get to, the, uh, to him faster than he can get the ball. But I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. It's, it, yeah. it's, it's going to be, as usual, is going to be another uh, poetically fascinating SEC year of football. Yes. 
But real quick, before we move into the new week, the other one that was a surprise, Texas A&M ranked 10th against Vanderbilt, 17 to 12. I mean, what the hell was that? Yeah. First week jitters. Uh, Yeah, but (laughs) you say that, but look at the other two. I mean, shit, if that's first week jitters, Mississippi State's going to dominate, you know? Well, until somebody com- until somebody comes up with a plan to stop them, which which right. will happen, of course. Um, I mean, there's there's some DCs out there that will that, that will put some pressures on them that they're, that they're not wanting. So, right. yeah, I, is A and M worse than we thought? Maybe is Vanderbilt better than we thought? Probably. Will anybody reevaluate moving forward the teams that they've chosen? And, and kind of rethink their process and go, hmm, maybe. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know about you, Grinch, but I definitely have an eyebrow raised when I look at LSU. I mean, that was just yeah. what WDF. But I almost went with Mississippi State only because what Grinch said last week was Death Valley with no fans is irrelevant, right? The home field doesn't matter. So at that point, losing, I think, 15 starters, was there a chance Mississippi State? But then as I wrestled with it, I'm like, yeah, but it's still LSU. And how do you how do you bet against them? And then of course you watch the game and you're like, "Fuck, good thing." That's I'm how not I bet against them. <laughs> good thing I'm not in Vegas because shit. Yeah, and I, I just I, I'm glad another team got to sort of experience that for the first time, right? Because I have a feeling that you know there's probably a lot of teams that would have been caught flat-footed, but it's just the scheme of it because they're they're not used to going up against that kind of offense. No. But it's like you said, Haas, they're going to start watching film now, right? And they're gonna they're going to come up with a game plan to stop it. It won't. And that's really really comes down to. I mean, it could have been. It, it, it didn't matter who they played week one. They were going to have a game plan that was going to whoop someone's ass. It just right. happened to be uh, LSU. But uh, other teams will start watching film, right? And they'll start dissecting it and they'll start coming with answers. So it is it, going to be fascinating to, to continue to watch it and see how it develops. I'm excited. I don't know that it'll matter, but week two, Arkansas, I guarantee you they're watching footage right now today going, how the hell do we stop them? Yeah, and and you're right about that. I think you're right on both accounts. They're watching it, and I'm not sure it's going to matter. I don't think it matters. Yeah. And the only thing, too, I mean, we we were fortunate in week one of SEC. There really wasn't anybody out due to kind of COVID issues. Um, So I I think we'll, we'll see team depth issues if the game doesn't get like outright postponed. So. so there have been issues, you know, the question is again, SEC just starting up, will those issues begin to affect their, their play? Because this, yeah. this has been their first week. They haven't been yeah. around three, four weeks. And then we get big 10, like the 23rd of October, 23rd, 24th. And then I think pac 12 is like November 7th. I think that's what it is. And they're doing a seven, like a seven plus one season. Gotcha. Okay, so week, uh, what is week five coming up for college football? The games of the week, the ones that I highlighted, obviously South Carolina, Florida, that's going to be a no-brainer, Haas. You mean as far as what you're going to watch? I mean, I don't even know why you're going to watch it. We already know what the outcome is. Oh, of course I'm going to watch it, but, you know. <laughs> so, Muschamp coming back into to Gainesville, playing us at home. That'll be another tune-up game. But you guys did have some some – parts in the game yesterday where you did really well it was if he just needs to work out the inconsistencies well i, I tell that. you the part that, that that really bothers me the most is that they're supposed to have this amazing defense from what i understand that wasn't really prevalent yeah they definitely were not able to stop them just at will unfortunately so texas a&m alabama two ranked teams big you know fairly high ranked teams was another big game 
Yeah, that could be exciting. But Maybe. I still, I, I think the days of um, who's the knucklehead that used to play for Texas A&M, the quarterback, went on to the NFL and then Johnny Manziel. Yeah, like Mr. when they beat Emma. You know, I think those days are gone. You're not likely to have a lot of that. And of course, the way Texas A&M played yesterday, I'm not sure they're going to stand up against Alabama. Yeah, it, yeah, and that's you know typically that's the I think the reason an Auburn always gives Alabama trouble is because they do such non-standard things. Like right. Manziel was like schoolyard, you know, football, scrambling around. That seems to be the chink in Saban's armor because he scripts the game so tightly. Right. Um, right. He, he, the improvisation on yeah. the other side throws, and, him, throws him a curveball. Right. And and we all know Auburn's like one of the they're, – they're a fun team to watch because they do wild shit. You know, right. I mean, even, even yesterday's game, like to have like a 100-yard – pick six return right. because it's hard. You know, like it, it's Auburn. Yes, it <laughs> <You> is. <know? laughs> That's it. And then obviously the, the big one, Auburn, Georgia, number four versus number eight. And you, you you know, you're playing and at game, home. And game day is going to be there. Okay. If I'm not mistaken, game day will be in Athens. You're playing at home, but as you've said, home means nothing. I mean, I guess in some way it does, but you're not going to have the fan base. If they don't work out their quarterback issues again, do you ride Stetson Bennett? going up against Auburn. Uh, will JT Daniels be cleared by then? Do you roll him in? I know they said he's been, he's been working in practices, so it's not like he's just sitting at home, you know, but he's not taking hits and hasn't been cleared. So our picks from last week, damn it. Mac and I came in third place with four wins. Big surprise. I think we, we unfortunately bet on Kentucky and the way Kentucky came out of the gate yesterday, I was like, fuck yeah. And then, that went all to shit. Um, so, and then, Haas, you had five. Grinch, you rounded out the top with your six wins. The only offset was the South Carolina-Tennessee. I honestly thought South Carolina was going to win that game, and here I am cursing Grinch instead of Haas. <laughs> so, so this week, let's go ahead and make our picks. All right, Grinch, so, so you won last week, so you're going to start Florida-South Carolina? Yeah, I'm going to go – so I'm going to go Florida. Yeah, don't do that. That's not the smart play. Missouri, Tennessee. I, yeah, I think Tennessee takes that one. I think I think Bama's Bama's going to take that one. All right, Bama um, and Texas A and M. Kentucky Ole Miss is an interesting one. Mm. Yeah, you're struggling, Kentucky Ole Miss. I am. I, I think I'm. I'm this is the, I think this is the flip on this week. Yeah, this is the one that definitely is giving me issues here. I think I'm going to go Kentucky though. Uh, yeah, Georgia, I mean, I'm going right. to go Georgia. It's, it's in Athens, which doesn't always bode well for this series because the traveling team has won probably more. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> the quarterback question is a factor, but it's at Georgia at night. Right. Uh, it's a 730 game. And this is one of those uh, games. You're not going to be playing an Arkansas defense. Your quarterback's going to be facing Auburn. Uh, LSU, yeah, Vanderbilt. I'm going to go LSU. Vandy? I mean, I, I think Vandy may keep it closer just because LSU's kind of had the swag knocked out of it a little bit, but. Or do they come back super pissed off? Yeah, right. and like, exactly. no, yeah. We're, we're yeah. punishing you. Uh, either way, Vandy we're is going to take, gonna the, be a whipping take post. the brunt of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then Arkansas missed state. Uh, I mean, Arkansas's defense is not dominant. And I think we're, we're all thinking that that's the way you're going to have to throw off the rhythm of that whole offense. Uh, right. So Mississippi state may just light them up. Okay. Haas, you were in second. You're up, Florida, South Carolina. Florida. 
You sound pained when you had to say that. Well, because I am pained when I have to say that. Missouri, Tennessee. Tennessee. Texas A&M and Alabama. Uh, Bama. Oh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not giving a whole lot of reasoning behind it because basically what Grinch was saying is it's pretty spot on as far as I'm concerned. Um, okay. This is the one. This is the one though that I'm gonna go Ole Miss here. Oh shit! I think right. that's the. I really think that's the pick them this week. That yeah, I think that's the pick them this week. Okay. Um, Georgia. Although I wouldn't be surprised if Auburn. I, won. I, I won't eat. I won't. I really either. wouldn't. In fact, I'm I'm kind of tempted to go the other way, but I'm not gonna because you know I'm gonna back my buddy's team. There you go. Okay, LSU Vandy. Them. Oh, Vandy, um, right? Yeah. Well, I think I think it's LSU, and I think it's Mississippi State. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, I do think, yeah, that Auburn-Georgia game could go either way and the Kentucky-Ole Miss game could go either way. But I think everything else is pretty solid. Gotcha. So I'm obviously going to go Florida over South Carolina. I assume Kyle Trask will continue to protect the ball, make good choices. And so, you know, another six touchdowns, I'm, I'm okay with that. No, 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 no. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. You know what? I don't care. As a South Carolina <laughs> fan, I just want it to be a close game. I don't want it to be a route. I don't want it to be an old behind the woodshed ass whooping. You know, I don't want to be embarrassed. As a Florida fan, I'm hoping for an ass whooping. Well, I know because the last time we went to a Florida South Carolina game, you guys left we disappointed. Got, yeah. We got an ass whooping Tennessee, Missouri. I will also go with Tennessee. Although Missouri did. I mean, they managed 19 points against Alabama. Ultimately, though, I, I still think Tennessee is probably the better mix based on the showing out yesterday against South Yeah, Carolina. I keep wondering how much week one emotion carried some of these teams. Right. As opposed to a consistent product week in and week out. Alabama, Texas A&M. I'm going to go Bama as well. Ole Miss, Kentucky. Fuck. Just flip, flip a coin. Do, do your little spin thing. That I you don't want to root. I'm not rooting for Lane Kiffin. I don't care if I come in last. I, I can't do it. And it's like I sent out in that message. People will be promoted until they reach their level of incompetence. I just feel like Lane Kiffin, Grinch, I know you said it, good offensive mind. He will excel as an offensive coordinator. I just don't know that head coach is, is his material. So I'm going to go with Kentucky on that one. Works well under close Nick Saban adult supervision. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Pretty much. He needs a chaperone at all yeah. times. I, I, I saw what so. you did there. I saw what you did there. What, what makes me sad about that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, moving past it. yeah I saw what you did there. LSU Vanderbilt, no. Uh, Auburn, Georgia, again, I, I think you're taking the home field advantage out of it. You're not playing, but I mean, you are playing between the hedges, but it means nothing. Georgia, I think there is – they're still going to have the question about the quarterback only because we don't know, are they going to ride the hot hand? I yep. think Bo Nix at Auburn is if they're firing on all cylinders, I think they can get it done against Georgia. Plus I think somebody said, I can't remember who it was that the road team here actually does. It better. tends to win more. Yeah. Maybe I'll pay for my pick, but at the end of the day, I think they are, they have the better chance of winning here. LSU Vanderbilt. I love how I talk. Like I know what the fuck I'm saying. <laughs> Well, you, you it's all guesswork. Well, yeah. yeah. The beauty you know of this what? is it's like the weather. Who it, cares? It's, it's, it's no different than what the pundits are doing. And at the end of the, I mean, yeah. Yeah. And at the end of the day, we're going to get to watch seven games of football. Yeah. So there's not, we just, we're curious to see which mascot head you're putting on at the end. That's I right. will do that. Okay. Um, <laughs> fucking Corso. <laughs> you went and had to pick fucking South Carolina, didn't he? LSU <laughs> Vanderbilt. Yeah. I think Vanderbilt, uh, unfortunately, Vandy's, they're going to be the whipping post this week because I think Ed Ogeron's going to have LSU pissed off when they 
But you typed in Vandy. Oh, she, shit. She in, I was about to say. <laughs> I'm sitting here Grinch, talking. Grinch, maybe we shouldn't have said anything. Next week, we should have been like, ah! <laughs> yeah. well, I'm sitting here thinking about Vanderbilt, so I, ty- I typed it. Yeah, uh, Thor's like, roll the tank. Roll That's the tank, right. you heard me. Yeah, roll the tank. <laughs> like, you even said Vandy, motherfucker. Yeah. Um, You're seriously wearing an anchor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dumbass. Who put me in charge? Uh, yeah, I think Ed Ogeron has them coming into Nashville, and and I assume they will just kick the shit out of Vanderbilt. And then Arkansas, Mississippi State, and until somebody proves otherwise, I think Mike Leach will continue to throw the ball all over the goddamn field until someone can stop him. Uh, you know, the other thing, and I, I only know this about my own team because I was hyper-focused on it. I mean, in that Georgia game, oh, first half, 10 penalties for 92 yards? That's not very disciplined. You know, and, yeah, and as Kirby Smart said, he's like, quarterback had nothing to do with the false start, with the holding, with, you know, pass interference, with turnovers. Like, <clears throat> there's some things you say because the quarterback changed in or out, but at the end of the day, the team was still not focused collectively. He sat them down at halftime and was like, get your shit together. Yeah. And, and clearly they did. And I guess that's – when mistakes like that happen – do you rebound from them or do you continue to just kind of tunnel down that, that hole and just get worse? Obviously he was able to redirect them and get them refocused. All right. Well, I appreciate it, gentlemen. Until next time, we'd like to say empire. Salute Cheers, gentlemen. Thank you. Ha, 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 ha.